Like you're in, you're in Grand Central Station right now. Technically, I'm not in Grand Central Station, but it is a snow day, so the house has a certain quality to it because the kids are home from school. Hank was home on Monday. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, which was it's just, you know, out here, the snow, it does. we don't get that much snow. It doesn't take that much to shut down school, mm-hmm. apparently. <laughs> right. It started snowing. Started snowing, uh, I think, before you went to bed. And uh, and we were just sort of like, yeah, you know, it looks nice. It's not going to stick. Because um, it never, I mean, it usually does right. not stick. Right. Well, not, not never it because obviously in this case it's stuck um <laughs> but then you know like so so he went to bed and then karen and i stayed up and watched uh we've been watching the crown um and uh and actually i think it was before we even sat down to watch the crown um i, I got an email i got a i got a text i, I get it on my my watch now because oh. there's an app there's a school app and so and it has a watch component that's so I get these uh, I get notifications and it said, it said yeah. um, school's canceled tomorrow. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's like it's, it's snowing out. There's not a, there's no snow on the ground whatsoever. It's just snowing out. And and they I think they did this before and it didn't accumulate at all. Um <laughs> they, 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 no, they think they they um I think the last time it was a two hour two hour late um and it didn't accumulate at all so it was just like two hours late for for basically nothing and you know at least within the the city I mean maybe they have other like maybe the buses come from places I don't even know what this you know they may be dealing with stuff that I don't know about they probably I'm sure they are <laughs> but um <laughs> but it was just funny it was like is <laughs> no school tomorrow it's like there's not a there's no snow on the ground right now at all um. <laughs> And and it did stick, and it was you know, and it was a little, it was a little slippery, and so uh, I think there was like, but there was only like, I mean, there was like an inch or two. I mean, there was there was hardly anything. Um, and then the next day, it was school was two hours late. But I think there was like there was some freezing overnight, and I think that was mostly just because um, the roads were bad um, with ice. And then was, they don't have any snow. We I mean, we have really no snow snow plows out here, so uh, it becomes a. It becomes a problem faster than than it does right. back east, I guess. And they don't salt the roads or anything. Yeah, I think New York is... Uh, th- I think the city can handle a lot of snow in terms of just, hey, a lot of snow fell. But in terms of getting all these people around, it, it the bar is lowered as to what's going to stop people, you know, like, or what's going to instigate a snow day. Um, the subways are running albeit slowly and there's some like it's certain lines are stopping at certain places it's actually not going to snow that much however there's you know people have to get to schools and there it's just the system they just rather just call it like oh snow day done yeah yeah right which is kind of awesome yeah and i think they they don't i mean like they you know they have a few days they normally a lot and i think they probably just were like you know, we we can we can burn this one. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, to, we don't have to. Yeah, they stress. They about build it. that in here as well. They, in in New yeah. York, they build snow days in. They do in every school district, but uh, that I would imagine that has. Oh, in Utah, um, the year is so you they you know you go to school like this year it was like third week of August, and they get out like the first week of June. So that those days could be pushed around. You know, like. I think one year school was out 
uh, middle of the week was the last day of school instead of a Friday. Oh. But that's a good topic to segue uh, <laughs> in from our cold open without Lex. Into the, yeah, no Lex today. Okay, no if Lex. you're wondering, his, his mic is not off. He's, he's just not here. Yeah, let's just, let's just keep going. We're fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> but in our Slack, in the Turning This Car Around Slack, which you can send an email to info at Slack. I'm not info. Info. Just, uh, yeah, just hit, hit up our Twitter account and we'll, we'll get you sorted. I think it's info at TTCA show. Wait, no, it's info at turning this car around.com. Thank you, John Armstrong for being so sharp today. <laughs> info at turning this car around.com. Send us a note saying you'd like to be included and we will add you. It may take some time. Um, as you know, cause it's a snow day. Cause it's a snow day. But anyway, on the Slack, there was a discussion about the transition from preschool and it's kind of loose hours, like getting your kid to preschool oh, yeah, is yeah, not right, as right. rigid as like kindergarten, you know, once you start elementary school. Mm-hmm. In my experience, um, that was the case. Like our, the pre-K schools for my girls were not as uptight about things. Although Marlowe's was a little more uh, structured. You mean like uh, arrival time? Is that- Yeah, the arrival time. Okay. Like the Lita's was a smaller situation. And so they were like, you know, it wasn't like we've got a bus with people and we're going somewhere. It was, and they did, they did some of that, but really it was like hanging out at the, at the location of the, of the daycare. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Marlowe's was more structured. And so we had to get her there. There was like a definite window. And in the summertime, they're like, the window is even smaller. It's like a 15 minute window for the summer day camp that my girls went yeah. to in Utah. Anyway, what about you guys? Uh, when you made that transition, did, was it like well, brutal? I th- and I think I mentioned this in the Slack, but like, uh, I mean, Hank always, w- when he was little, he got up crazy early. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was never like that much of a rush um, because he was always, he was always up, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, and back then he didn't, he didn't really have a problem going. <laughs> like no, no. <laughs> he enjoyed he enjoyed Although actually the last few last few days have been better um he you know it's been it's been coming you know it comes and go, comes and goes he like first half of the year he was very agreeable and then like st- somehow like mid-november through the end of january where it was like real dragging his feet like mm. gotta like stay on him get get your clothes you know go get your clothes right go, brush your teeth you know comb your hair um and uh He's he's got a real thing again. He's got a dress code. He's got oh a real yeah, the, he's got a real and, thing against the dress code. <laughs> yeah, um, I would imagine. Most so he people. goes he goes upstairs. You know, like go go get dressed. He goes upstairs and he gets dressed in clothes that are completely inappropriate for school. <laughs> like, of course, perfect. Go back up and get dressed again, <laughs> and then he comes down in something else and it's like, no, <laughs> uh, uh, come on. Yeah, we used the TiVo and later the Direct TV built in. DVR as the snooze. So Lita would get up crazy early and it would be like, okay. And we would stack, you know, backyard agains or uh, Dora. Mm-hmm. And it would just be like, push play through those. And I'm trying to think that I think those had some commercials in them. Um, but we didn't care. Like, I think we had the, the remote there so I could like kind of roll over and push 30 second, you know, boop, yeah. boop, boop. Like, right. But that was our. You know, we'd start that at like, if it was before seven, it'd be like, we're sleeping. And then after seven, it was kind of the wake up time, mm-hmm. but we couldn't drop. I think the, the, basically it was like eight thirty to nine thirty was kind of the approved 
drop-off rates, and we we were rarely there at eight thirty. Yeah, we were, you know, it was always somewhere in, in the middle. There were a couple That's of times amazing. we had things I mean, that, to do that or whatever. Wide range. Well, it was a small for Lita. It was a really yeah. small place. It was just a. Uh, it was. Uh, uh, but this so this ha- was preschool. House. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. And she was there from three, you know, like starting at age three, three and a half, then into until kindergarten. And then kindergarten, she went to a, a school that was very like, you know, you have we had to factor in the walk in time as well, like the walk in drop off mm-hmm. time. Oh yeah. Because she did not want to walk in by herself, right? Right. And I right. actually really loved that. I liked that too. That was one of my favorite. Like I loved it so much. Yeah. And then in first grade, she started. Like some days, not all and really not very often, but she would walk in by herself and it was always like, there was an element of like pride and also heartbreak to watch her do that walk, like get out of the car by herself and walk <laughs> right. in. And you know, they had people there to yeah. basically, you know, ushers everywhere to get her into the school on time. But, mm-hmm. but it was, it was really, it was such a brutal, that, that change was hard because we didn't have the, the freedom to snooze and watch backyardigans like we used to yeah and it was a tough but but in terms of getting her up that was not an issue both of my kids tend to be like when they're up it's up that's it done although lita lately is sleeping later so that's a little bit more yeah he's yeah he i mean for in general he uh, we getting him out of bed has been well like i said for the last you know around the christmas time for like a month on either side it was a real challenge um this morning he got up on his own like early like he was out of bed before i was out of bed wow um yeah nice and yeah and so much better i mean it's like you know we have time to talk we have time to like play play a game because we play that uh, plants versus zombies card game um which we both really like so uh, oh nice we, we actually did not do that this morning we did, <laughs> did we, what did we do oh we were just we were futzing around with the xbox one trying to get mm. like something to work on it uh and uh, yeah but it was yeah it was it was much more much more relaxed i mean i wish you would <laughs> you know, i wish she would do that all the time i was awake so i heard him get up um and it, it it's so much easier that way because he will he will you know because he's 13 sleep you know he wants to sleep until like noon yeah. It's funny though because yeah. like on, yeah. like on the um the day the days that he knows that uh there's no school he he gets up fine you know is that he gets, funny he gets up yeah he gets up he gets up about the out you know about the time that he should get up to go to school whereas the days that he has school he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so it's clearly an avoidance practice yeah yeah we we I mean um, I think I think that there's also like I mean there's also some element of just like uh body cycle stuff too mm-hmm, i think mm-hmm. um cuz like you know cuz he got up he got up fine today without you know no one had to go in there <laughs> and he did that i think he's done that a few times this week so and even the time and and the times that we've gone in to get him out he hasn't been like completely a dick about it <laughs> <laughs> groaning and whining and ugh. yeah and I don't Dragging. know if it, like I really I mean I feel like this happens every year around the holiday. I mean maybe it's just like he gets like he started the year out really well and then just I think he maybe he just gets tired of school. Yeah. You know? Um and then he has to go back to school after the vacation and that's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Getting back and in it the takes him takes him like a month to get back in the swing of it. 
do you think that's the thing with light? Like the light change? Um, it could be. It's still pretty dark here. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, like you're because we're far north, but but it, I guess it does get. Yeah, I mean, maybe that is what it is because you know the solstice is around Christmas, and yeah, so the darkest the darkest time of the year is the the, the month before and after. Yeah. So, right, could be. I don't. I don't know what I. What do I do about that? <laughs> uh, no, there's a. They have those heat like, lamp. Yeah, not a heat lamp, but there's <laughs> these lights that are. I'll the mood, we you know the yeah. They're like the blue light, uh, the 10k, you know, 10,000 lumens mm-hmm. LED lights. And my girlfriend, I had a Philips version of that uh, about 10 years ago and lost it in the divorce. But a couple years ago, I bought one that was like a travel size, and I'll send you a link for that in a second. Okay. Uh, but what's really awesome is you turn it on in the morning and they have different ones. They have ones that like wake up with you or whatever. But if you just turn it on and you're around it, I've noticed uh, a, a bump, like an energy boost. And it's not like a fix all or whatever, but I do notice that if I turn it on while I'm making breakfast for the 15 or 20 minutes or 30 minutes, that I'm in the breakfast zone. If it's on, even if I'm not right on top of it, I just feel better. Like it's easier to get out the door. It's easier to mm-hmm. wake up. Yeah. Um, and when I first moved in with my girlfriend, I just noticed like she really struggled that, that, that exact time of year that you're talking about, which is around the solstice. And then after yeah. those two months, she really, it was like a marked uh, slowdown. And so that's when we, I'm like, we should look at this. And so we did. And she swears by it. She's like this, she noticed a huge difference. And this year it wasn't as bad for her, but, um, she said she's noticed in years past it's been bad. So that's that's one of the things that we do. And I turn it on. The kids don't really seem to have an issue. Uh, so I don't really care if they see it or not, but it's not going to hurt them. And um, it's yeah. just on. You can like have it on while you sit and eat breakfast. Right. Um, or, you know, have it in the bathroom while you're doing your toiletry items, you know, or whatever, getting ready. But can I can uh, I hang it over over the kid's bed and just flick turn uh, it on can, like <laughs> remote? Yeah, <laughs> there. Yeah, Apple Home approved uh, mm-hmm. uh, blue light. Yeah, right, right. Um, ahoy, hoy, ahoy, hoy. <laughs> hey, computer, wake up! Uh, right, wake up the kid. I I've heard actually that you can that they used to prescribe these. Doctor used to prescribe these. There's a bunch of them, and we did all this crazy research. So. My girlfriend bought the hundred dollar one, which I'll send you a link momentarily. Okay. Um, and the Philips light was about that, but I, mine was forty bucks. Uh, let me send no, you this, yeah. this, this link here. Not bad. That's more my price range. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's small and travely, and so I'm sending you the, the expensive one just for reference. Okay. And then um, happy lights. Yeah, it's uh, here's the one that I think I got, which it looks like they've raised the price on it. Or this one's a little nicer. But you want the 10,000 Lux. You want it to blast the shit out of you, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, mine was not $60. Mine was much cheaper when I bought it. So they've, I think they've raised the price. But it's more compact. You can fit this in a suitcase very easily. So if you travel a lot or, yeah, you know, I don't know what the deal is with the glasses they're selling with these as an accessory. It seems kind of counter to what the whole deal is. But anyway, I don't know if it like speeds things up or what this, it does. But This wake-up light is too bright. I need to go back to sleep. I need to put these like yellow glasses on. Put my glasses on. 
I have no idea what that just makes that seems really stupid. Anyway, that's really counter. <laughs> yeah, that is very strange. Like, right. I bought this light to help me, you know, <laughs> so, to get certain rays in. Oh, no, yeah. it's, it's too much. Block it. Yeah. <laughs> what you know, else? another reason that it's probably hard to get out of bed, right? What's that, John? It's, uh, it's when your bed's so good. You know, you read my mind. <laughs> did I because read your mind or did you, I write your mind? <laughs> you both. <laughs> you read and wrote my mind. Okay. So, as many listeners long time note, one of our longtime friends of the show and longtime sponsors is Sleep Number. They are having an event. So, this is a great way for you to get into a Sleep Number bed. If you don't know what a Sleep Number bed is, it's the bed that lets you choose your ideal comfort. And if you share a bed with a spouse or partner, each side is adjustable per that person's preferences so you can adjust the firmness of the mattress and there's also an optional sleep iq technology that tracks your sleep and gives you personal insights you see how your life affects your sleep and sleep affects your life which i have definitely been able to note and actually sleep number has been ranked highest in customer satisfaction with mattresses by jd power for two years in a row if you want more information on that you can visit jdpower.com that's john david power.com is the mm-hmm. is that right okay is that what that is Yes, it is. So I mentioned an event. It's 50% off a limited edition bed during the ultimate sleep number event. So queen C2 mattresses are 600 bucks. So to get into a sleep number bed, that's a killer deal. It should be noted that you can only get this bed in their stores. And there's 500 of those across the country. Before I get to the final wrap up, John, do you know your sleep number score? Yes. And your setting. So, so what's your setting, and what's your, your sleep IQ setting, and what's your your um, score? Uh, setting? Ni- setting is still ninety. Nice. And my score last night was eighty-seven, which is okay. That's good. I had a so Tuesday night is always my bad night because I go out with mm. some friends. So Tuesday night was like was a seventy-nine. Um, but the two nights before nights before ninety-five and ninety-four. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. Pretty good. Yeah. So my sleep setting is I've kept mine at 90. And last night, my sleep IQ score, 90. Nice. I really am liking my sleep number bed, I gotta say. And I know that they're paying us to say it, but um, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I super love it. All right, so find your sleep number at any one of the 500 sleep number stores nationwide. Find the one nearest you by going to sleepnumber.com and be sure to tell them that Lex from Turning This Car Around sent you although the ad copy does not mention turning this car around i'm mentioning it because it's our show yeah i thank you to sleep number for sponsoring turning this car around that was an excellent segue john and an <laughs> atrocious ad read on my hand on my behalf <laughs> no no not at all oh so i don't have i don't yeah i mean so I, we didn't have like a like a i don't at least i don't recall like a transition like a like a big i mean this was this was also years ago so you know my brain is not Contain information well. <laughs> You've probably forgotten um, all the all the yeah, points. But like I said, I, mean, I feel like he always got up early, so I never had we never had to do a lot. Um, I think what what's going to be a problem is when he goes to high school, you know, because right, it keeps getting earlier. It's an hour oh, earlier yeah. every every time you jump schools, and it's like this is mm. this is inhuman. Right, and plus there's extracurricular stuff too in high school, like bands or mm-hmm. you know swimming or like some of those activities you got to wake up early to go do 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's not, he's not doing any. <laughs> there's no, he's, there's no way he's doing any of those. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, realistically, I mean, he'll, he'll do an after school. Like, right now he's doing a programming um, class after school one day a week, um, which was interesting because that was on, that was on Tuesday. So that was the day uh, of the, um, the two hour late start. And, um, and, we didn't know. We were like, "Well, are they going to have that this afternoon?" So Karen went, took him to school, and went in and checked, and they said, "Yes, we're having programming." She gets home like five minutes later. We get an email saying, "No programming today." <laughs> so like, uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. so I go and pick to pick him up at the regular time. He doesn't come out. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I text him, and he's like, "Hey, there's no programming today." He's like, "What?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Where uh-huh. are you?" I'm, I'm in the programming class. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> is your friend Finn with you? Yes. <laughs> is the teacher there? Yes. <laughs> okay, I'll see you in an hour. Bye-bye. Is yeah. it a long drive for you? Thanks. No, I mean it's only like, you know, 6 minutes or something. It's not Okay, so it's not huge. Yeah, it's not that far, but I but it did like, I mean, I I was really looking forward to that cuz I had I've got this project I'm working on, so I was like I really wanted that time <laughs> and instead I sat outside the school for like 25 minutes and then uh and then you know i had to drive out drive home be home for half an hour and drive back and <laughs> to get them again brutal because you go you get there early to get the good parking right the good yes. parking. yeah because it's insanity yeah yeah i mean it's a ridiculous clusterfuck of when lita started her preschool we lived like three minutes away it was so fast. And then we moved. That was really tough. Like, it was such a, like, the drive was like triple the distance. And even that wasn't bad. I mean, it was like, it went from a, you know, three minute drive to 10, 12 mm-hmm. minutes, depending on traffic. And that wasn't, it wasn't a big deal at all. But it was just that, oh, I gotta make the drive. <laughs> but it was like, shut up, dummy. Like, you know, she's going to be gone for six hours. You're going to have plenty of time to get done what you need to get done. And, you know, not every father gets to have this at this age. So shut up. I just had to tell myself to shut up. And I also would call myself a dummy. And I would do that in Guy English's uh, voice. Because um, the way he says dummy is awesome. Uh, yeah, just a note there. Um, anyway, but that, was, that transition uh, from like moving locations, that was yeah. a tough one. That was, that was harder than anything. And that meant we had to get up earlier, you know, get out the door earlier. But she, Lita was never the problem. Lita was never, she, that was not the issue. It was more me. I was the issue, let's be honest. <laughs> and I was the one that, it was determined that I was the better dropper offer because it was too brutal uh, for the, the, the mom to do that. Their mother was, she did not like dropping the kids off. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. You know, the crying, the potential for crying mm-hmm. and everything. And, right, right. And I learned at the drop-off, though, that you had to sneak out. Like, you couldn't have a big, protracted, because oh, yeah. I just made it worse. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was, we never, we never had a big problem with that, particularly. I mean, I, and I saw people who had huge problems with that. <laughs> um, yeah. But he, uh, he always seemed, he always seemed okay, for the most part. Um you know, getting some, you know, getting him in the door sometimes was a problem. Um, but you know, like getting him, getting him up and getting him there. That was the battle or more of the problem. But like, once he gets there, he's just like, yeah, go away. 
<laughs> he's already mad at us because he has to go because we made him go to school. <laughs> he doesn't want to look at us. <laughs> no, no, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> one time when he was when he was he took this he went to preschool um, at one of the schools here. Looks like they had a program, um, and it was. It was a school that was a little bit far away, but um, and one that he didn't end up going to. Like he went to, when when he went to elementary school, he went to a different one. Um, but they had a they had a, this program at this particular one, so uh, he went there for. And it was I forget when we dropped him off. It was you know it was like one of those things where like it was just like a, for a few hours. Um, but he <laughs> he looked out the window. He was like a little kid. I mean, he looked out the window and he saw he saw a bus, and. Uh. Um, <laughs> And he just thought, I don't want to, like, he thought, I'm getting on that bus. <laughs> he's in the class. He's in the class and he gets up and he just, like, he just walks out. And they didn't notice. Oh, like, my God. And he got oh, down the hall and out God. the door. And, oh, my God. And then somebody, like, saw him walk by the window outside. <laughs> like, you know, like, run, in, run into the bus. And um, and they were just like, ah! you know they scream they go running out there and they get him and and you know, we talked to him about it later he's like he was he said he was going to go see his friend like he was going to get on the bus and go see his friend go see his friend sure drive over <laughs> yeah yeah That's so great right. surely that bus is good and i can't remember if it was this i think it, i can't remember if it was a school bus or just happened to be like a bus going like a like a city bus going by oh my god <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> i can't even like yeah hey. we were kind of we were kind of like what the f- yeah yeah how did that happen yes yeah well my you know i grew up with five siblings and my younger sister was the adventurous one and she there were some tales of her wanderings um (laughs) she there was a time she decided to take a bath at a friend's house so i'm gonna take a bath she was four she like (laughs) filled the tub got in (laughs) and then realized she didn't have any clothes to change into so she carried her clothes and she was naked walking like the seven houses down the street to our house oh my god like i can't you know i didn't i heard about all this later i didn't i wasn't around like i was doing i was riding my bike somewhere probably throwing rocks at windows or doing something horrible and um that was that became legend in the family the the bath at someone else's house (laughs) and and the mother i don't think was she was like busy doing something and um I don't think she heard the bathwater running or something. She was like outside in the garden. There was some way that she couldn't hear the bath running. And um, the other weird thing was my sister, we woke up one Saturday morning, we couldn't find her. And we go out, we like open the door to go outside to figure out what to do. Like, you know, let's see if she's outside at all. And she was asleep on our porch right in front of our front door. She had a pillow that she had dragged (laughs) with her. So she had sleepwalked. So we had to lock the doors of the house every night so she couldn't get out because she was obviously a sleepwalker. Which you should do anyway. But Right. I mean, sure. Yeah. Like, right. well, we lived in a very small town and, you yeah, know, I, we yeah. tried to stay on top yeah. of that, but then it became a, like, we did, you must. I know. We, I, I grew, kind of grew up that way too. I mean, like my parents would never, you know, they would leave the house and nobody there and just leave the doors unlocked. I'm like, yeah. And they kept doing that. You know, like we, after we left the house, <laughs> And they got a, they, they even got a security system installed, and then they didn't they didn't return it on. Um, <laughs> so they got to the point they got to the point where they locked the doors, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they got the security system installed, which they would never turn on because it was because it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> now they're now now they're on you know they're in full full security. Oh, they're on the program now. Yeah. yeah good. Yeah. Good, they have. Good. Uh, yeah. 
they they uh it was a, it was a, when I went and stayed at their when Hank and I and Karen stayed at their place and and, and they it was a whole thing like you got to know how to work the security system. You had to do a walk. We got to show you how to work the security mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. Did you have to yell loud because they can't <laughs> <Yeah>. hear anymore? <laughs> they Something can hear like right, that. but, but I don't know just, what yeah. that is about older people. Like you, yeah. To understand, you have to. Yes, yeah. everyone needs really, to understand, and so right. you have to talk. Loud so me. I'm going to speak louder. Mm-hmm. I tried to not do that with my parents. Uh, my father died relatively young, but um, my mom was, you know, in her 80s and she didn't seem to have hearing problems. She did listen to the TV extraordinarily loud. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I was going to say, like, you know, not, not all ears are created equal. Mm-hmm. Um, just in the same way, not all ingredients are created equal. <laughs> they are not. <laughs> I'm doing really well with these segues. It's so uh, good. It's tight, tight. Yeah. Fresh, high quality ingredients make a real difference. So it's important to know where your food comes from. That seems obvious, right? You should know where your food comes from. Yeah. Thankfully, for less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers easy to follow recipes along with pre portioned ingredients, courtesy of over 150 local farms, ranches, fisheries across the United States. And they come right to your door, these delicious meals. And uh, because Blue Apron ships the exact amount of each ingredient required for a recipe, there's no food waste, and it's everything you need to make sustainable and delicious home-cooked meals in 40 minutes or less, and they are delicious. Some of these meals include, for February, our uh, cashew chicken stir-fry with tango mandarins and jasmine rice, udon noodle soup with miso and soft-boiled eggs, oh my god, roast pork with apple, walnut, and farro salad, and crispy barramundi with quinoa and roasted carrot salad. True story. I really thought it was quinoa for a long time. Uh, so, <laughs> me too. If you want to get in on this deliciousness, which you really should, because these these are awesome meals. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com/turning. You will uh, definitely love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash turning. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. And it's uh, it's also a way to learn how to cook because if you don't know that much about cooking, it teaches you, like, one of the things I, I learned from one of the sets of meals that we got from Blue Apron was um, how to make um, garlic croutons if you just Ooh. have, like, some good bread lying around. Uh, and I've done that several times since then with, you know, like just stuff that we happen to have lying around the house when, you know, when I happen to not have a blue apron meal and we frequently have blue apron meals because, we're so good. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, you know, if you, uh, think, oh, I can't do that because I don't know how to cook it, you will learn how to cook by getting blue apron. Nice. So there's another thing that we were going to talk about, right? Speaking of okay. like wacky things that happen at school. Yes. So uh, on Twitter uh, a couple days ago, a parent posted a letter <laughs> they got from their teacher at school, the kid's teacher at school. And uh, the letter is redacted, um, but it says, I'm going to read yes, it. The names, the names were removed to protect. Should I read this letter? I mean, should I read it out loud? Sure. Or do we just Why need not? to talk about the inappropriateness? Well, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the inappropriateness because then, you know, we don't want to steal their, uh, you know, right. steal their thunder. Oftentimes when you, like you have kids that are younger, they'll do drawings of things and that they might resemble other things. Um, a common thing is to have a drawing of something that looks very phallic. 
um, or, you know, um, in this case, there was a characters that the children were naming as part of a game. Mm-hmm. And, um, so there was a, a note that had to be sent home because uh, the naming was, <laughs> was making people uncomfortable. I thought it was actually very well handled. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It seems like the kind of thing that I would just ignore. Right. And, you know, assume that it is not um, what it's supposed to be. Do you think that you think that it's actually like named after the the item that it is? Uh... I, I, I'm going to. OK, so I'm going to say I would guess no. Uh, um, and the right. reason I would guess no is that I tend to believe that parents with young children wouldn't talk about it in those terms so here's so okay on, on further discussion none of the children said i am reading it because you know it yeah, said, yeah. said they knew what it meant but were aware that it was an inappropriate word to be using See, and i didn't so they knew it was a bad word but they didn't know what it was i didn't know it was a quote bad word and i just thought it was like a uh people called people dildos um let's just be <laughs> honest here i was called a dildo by my older sub one of my older siblings <laughs> and many of my friends at the time <laughs> that I first heard that word. I don't think I knew what a dildo was until I was 42. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that that discovery was not a painful, either emotionally or physically. I found out the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> Using the whole fist there, doc. No, um, not true. So uh, no, but um, I was However, sitting. I sure, I sure as heck didn't know what one was at least until high school. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, I learned, um, in eighth grade, uh, I was, or seventh grade, I was um, in a, I was in a pickup truck. So my friend's dad was driving, my friend, and then me, and we were guessing words. And I knew how to spell dildo, and I'm like D. You know, he's we're guessing the word, and like we're, and it's like a six hour car ride. You know, so we're we were mm-hmm. driving from my little hometown to uh, Lake Powell. <laughs> so we're in this long car ride, and it's just the three of us. And it was like, I'm spelling out, you know, dil- I'm having him spell out dildo, and he's like he's like giving me like stop stop and i'm not seeing that it's the stop stop it's like he's just uncomfortable i'm like what what because i'm stupid and he's just like then he finally does the like cut off you know decapitation sign right uh which is the universal sign for please stop mm-hmm. now uh and i did and then then we had the whole conversation i'm like why did you stop me what was the big deal and he's like do you know what a dolo is no, and then we had the whole conversation about sex aids, sex toys, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I learned then also about vibrators. So, um, oh. and it was, it was not day. incorrect information. Yeah, it was not incorrect <laughs> information. Um, I had actually sometime thereafter. Uh, I don't know. My mom did not have a lot of like the fashion. Like she didn't read Cosmo or um, Ms. You know, none of the like racier kind of magazines of the day my father definitely did not read any of like you know playboy or anything like that so we didn't even have like gq none of that stuff esquire nothing so um my my mom had red book and family circle and i think sunset and in the red book that was where the good stuff was and (laughs) i think there was a interview or something with the joy of sex author and they were talking about vibrators and it was like Oh, I read the article. I, I also felt like I was getting a lot of insight into the feminine psyche. So that's why I did it. Also, um, nice. hey, sex education. So, sure. anyway, 
that's where I learned about vibrators was from, like in, in more detail, was from a Red Book article. I remember my brother and I were sitting around the house one day and we just like happened to pick up this book um, that my mom was reading. And it was one of those, it was like a paperback, tawdry paperback book. <laughs> and just like, we're like, we're like, like, you know, we're just sitting at the, like, the kitchen table, like eating snacks and stuff and like flip through and it like, and then there's this like <laughs> extremely graphic sex scene in it. <laughs> just like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we were reading it and like, holy crap. What the hell? Yeah. Not good. <laughs> nah, it's good. Learned a lot that day. Yep. 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 Um, no, I think if your kid got this note, would you even say anything? I mean, would that raise red flags for you? Like, what, I don't know. I think, I, I think in, jeez, uh, I think I might say, hey, don't use, you know, let's not use that word or something, maybe. I mean, if particularly if it, given the idea that they knew that it was a bad word, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. they already know it's a bad word. So you're not, uh, imparting knowledge on them that they would you know then go Ooh, i know a bad word now um mm-hmm. i wouldn't i wouldn't tell them what it was necessarily if it was you know in grade school but uh right i would uh i, w- I might say something i think yeah it would depend on the age of the kid right i mean yeah i i, I do think it's important for kids to know body parts and also to know you know what's appropriate in terms of how we talk about it and when we mm-hmm. talk about it and when we don't and you know like the, the whole concept of home words was something that served and still does serve in great stead to my family um both sets of girls have had that conversation with each that's you know well this this is not really a word we say mm-hmm. in the world outside but right. in the home you know we're happy to discuss it but but outside we don't really use it it's not something it's kind of a private thing and you know not something right. to be discussed. Um, but this is a pretty hilarious note. And um, my girlfriend <laughs> yes, actually just gets the credit for, for steering this um, or pointing me to this because um, she was <laughs> dying reading this. And she was laughing so hard she couldn't tell me what it was. She said she just shook her head and was like, you know, put her finger up. And then like, I got a little airdrop or um, eye message or whatever. that was like, here it is. Oh my God. And I'm like, we definitely have to talk about this on the show. So I don't know, parents, if you've had this situation. But um, this student did. I've not. I've never. I haven't had that yet. We were talking about. We were talking about. We were talking about pictures. You were talking about pictures. Like I remember Hank. Oh yeah. Hank drew. He was drawing a drawing a Christmas tree, and it looked. Mm-hmm. It looked very much like um, a female body part. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know why. Like, it's like inverted. Like, <laughs> I can't. I'd have to go find it. <sighs> I'm pretty sure it was a Christmas tree. <laughs> um. I don't remember it being inverted, but uh, I think maybe he just drew the trunk too far up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and I, you know, <laughs> my mind went there immediately and Karen was like, oh, it's a lovely Christmas tree. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're like, uh, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, uh, right. When it was around the time, I can't remember if I, I started dating um, my girlfriend yet, but she had posted a picture on her Instagram of a drawing that was in her school that one of the kids had done in one of her kids. It wasn't her kid's drawing, I don't think. I can't remember if it was or not. I'm trying to find it, but it was hilarious because it was an inadvertent, you know, uh, mm-hmm. inadvertent 
uh, phallic object. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very, very funny. <laughs> um, I'm going to see if I can f- find that. I'm scrolling, you know, frantically through the through the uh, photos to see if I can. Can't see you just it. type in penis? Uh, you can't, unfortunately. <laughs> you know what? The, you know what's cool though. You can do like on on your phone, which I just noticed the other day because I read it on some geek website. Um, but like, if you just type in dog, like you'll get all the pictures of dogs, like on Instagram or whatever. No, and photos on iOS. Oh, oh, oh. Don't, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, on the Photos app. Yeah, that's. You know what? I did do. Um, I don't know if it works on the on the Mac. I did like trip with Lita or something like that. It um it found Lita travel pictures. It was awesome. Oh, it does work on the Mac. Yeah, you just yeah you type in and it this it's amazing. I mean, you know, and I did, I'm sure other I'm sure Google's does this and uh, you know everybody else's does this as well as well. But I I hadn't used it yet, so uh you know yeah I type in dog and it gets it gets. Grant and every nice. other dog I've ever taken a picture of. Nice. So it's yeah. Oh, here we go. I have found it. So I'll try penis. I don't think penis is going to work. Uh, let me just get you. <laughs> also, I don't think this. I have any penis pictures in me. <laughs> well, yeah. So let, I just uh, texted you. Oops, wrong one, wrong person. I just sent that back to my girlfriend. Oh. Oh, here you go. Here you go, John. <clears throat> <laughs> what the hell is it supposed to be? That's the principle. Oh my god! So shoulders, neck, head. Uh, but look oh. at the hair. Like the hair. He doesn't look a thing like this, by the way. <laughs> it looks like kind of like the Grinch, except yeah. And I mean, Siri, it also looks like um, some internet meme. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. They're like yeah, like that's... a like a weird Pepe kind of. I f- yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. I feel like maybe we're um, we're missing the rest of the like. <laughs> Like maybe it makes a little bit more sense if you see the bottom part of the picture. Mm-hmm. But but certainly the top part. <laughs> it's also the coloring. Although you know, I guess it's a yeah, like the shade. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. I mean, there's been times when we've gone into schools. I've I've at every one of my kids' things, and I try not to dwell on those things or like take pictures to be too obvious. And so I I have to, <laughs> but I, like I'll I'll like glance at my girlfriend and like. You know, kind of like gesture or do an eye gesture, you know, like the thing that couples mm-hmm, do where you're like, mm-hmm. I am looking at this thing right here and it is really funny or crazy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I think like uh, a, a character book, you know, starring mm-hmm. both uh, Wildo the Dildo and yes. um, Pe- Penis the Principal would be a big seller. 